0: Here's our host, Doctor David Kolbaba. Hey,
1: hey, hey! <laughs> hey, welcome to another edition of Health Quest. It's a nice day out. I can see that. And today, what well, you missed? Uh, all right, if you didn't hear. Uh, Last week, well, last week's show was very good. And week before, le- just to think about what you're missing, but you're really not, because you can go to healthquestradio.com and our archives are posted there. I can't even tell you how many shows are there. But a uh, couple weeks ago, it was Alien ab- Abduction. I remember when. And the lobotomization of this nation. I mean, this is health news. In science, in case you just tuned in. You know, I was reflecting on some things in my life. And I tell you what, I think we all share uh, some affinities, don't we? I mean, who doesn't like uh, a pizza? I mean, think about it. Who who doesn't like a pizza?
0: Everybody loves pizza. I mean,
1: and who, who, who wouldn't enjoy... A fresh cup of coffee. That's the way I would hear people say it in my past. Um, who doesn't like a good movie?
2: There was another one.
1: I mean, it's, there, you know, few and far between. Who wouldn't want to win a million-dollar lottery? Just saying. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, I remember people would say, I could you go for a piece of pie. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, and I, I never understood... I'm gonna have to word this a little delicately. You know, in the, the movies? That would be the, uh, the, the bedroom scene. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a cigarette involved. Now, as a child, I, I didn't even know what the bedroom thing was because I was a child. But I remember more than once asking, What's with the cigarette in the bed? So I can imagine <laughs> off script, boy, I, I could use me a cigarette. You know, but I never understood. It was kind of like the rushing water over the beach signified uh, telegraphically that something else happened. All this code talk that we have. It's so stressful to -hmm. think how we have to unstress what we hear uh, because there's so much encoding, even in our communication today. Um, How about this? Boy, I really wish I had a nail file right now. <laughs> Have you ever had a hangnail, and you're in the middle of nowhere, and you keep catching it on stuff, and it's causing you enough pain or enough discomfort that you just wish, and you're asking everybody, "You got a nail file? You got, or a nail clipper, whatever it is?" Um, I remember my mom would say things like, uh, "I should go. I, I sure could go for a chocolate malt. Back in those days, that was what they used to call them." Um, but I, you know, in, in keeping with. A lot of what all of us have an affinity for, or can remember, uh, due to you know the the mere repetitious nature of a human life, you know, some with similarities with each other. Uh, I wonder how many of us wouldn't say, uh, you know, who isn't under stress right now? You could say, well, we're all under stress. So who who wouldn't know what that's all about? This thing being under stress. Got stress? I do. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. You do that with the milk, with the little mustache, got yeah. milk, got milk. How about got stress? So what do you got to have there? I'm not sure what that would be. But this whole thing of stress is related to a body process uh, that we have that, that we are equipped with to handle this thing called stress. Now, many of us would admit that stress is, is there twenty four seven. It seems like I can't even get to sleep. Matter of fact, the reason why I cannot get to sleep is because I have that daunting, you know, stress, that wave of stress that's over me. And I'd like to tell you it's because of one particular item in my life. And somebody might say there is one particular cause or the impetus of uh, some dramatic thing that's going on in my life right now. I'm going through a divorce. You know, I just lost my job and this whole COVID debacle, uh, you know, gave rise uh, to another new kind of uh, stress that many of us can certainly relate to. But we do have an uh, an, an inboard or on-board uh, system of handling stress. And I know there are some among us that would say, I do really well with stress. Now, my husband doesn't, and so on. You get comparatively... Uh, look at one person and another and seem to come to a conclusion that one person does better with the stress than another person. I know when I was in law enforcement and we were you know, you know, foisted into a particular high intensity high drama situation, even in the group of police officers and, and those in the uh, in the law enforcement, I, I noticed, just like in life, different people and personalities, handled the similar situation very diversely different. And even people you thought, and, and it was my experience, well, he's been in law enforcement for 20 years when I wasn't. But yet I was in places with people who were veterans, and they didn't seem like they handled it as well as those who were new to law enforcement. So sometimes you would think with the experience, you'd get used to it or become more competent. But when it comes to stress, sometimes when we have enough of it coming our way, regardless of our competency, regardless of our personality traits, we still may be overwhelmed by the experience. And so the body goes into a fight or flight thing. It either runs from whatever it is to get away, and the other aspect of it is that we stand and fight it could be something as nominal as a as a verbal argument but as, of course as you know that even leads to violence road rage etc and it could go to the other extreme where it's even worse and we need to look at this thing called fight or flight the body's nervous system reacts to the ongoing tension as if as if it were in a war zone and part of that response is that your body stops digesting adequately during the time to direct its energies to help you run for your life. You know, and that's where the expression is, I peed my pants. And as much as we look at that and smirk, thinking it's something little kids may may do when they're potty trained, but there is a mechanism in the body that says, I can't deal with this right now. You may lose your life. We got to get the heck out of here and you see sometimes the sources of mental and emotional tension are easy to recognize as i mentioned before however other attacks to our peace of mind are a little more subtle as they still inflict a mighty damage to our mind and our body regardless of how it may seem that we respond to this thing we call stress now today as i cover the subject with you it's not about creating more stress with you thinking about how much stress you have, but maybe being able to handle it a little bit better. First, being able to appraise it and understand where you really are, not with respect to the mm, subjective evaluation of, well, you know, I, I I tend to handle stress pretty good. Right. And then someday you have an ulcer or die early, and you'll never know that as much as you seem to have handled stress versus the guy next door, handling it better than him, you may die earlier. So, for instance, we might turn into the 24-hour news, which is going to be another dose of whatever stories feed the wrong fire in us. And that's the fire of worry, anxiety, compulsiveness, and depression. You see, the news knows how to tickle, how to stimulate the right nerve to get us to keep watching so that then the... sponsors can get in there and sell us stuff we really do not need. And as I said before, that is the that fuels the fire of of worry, anxiety, depression and compulsive habits. It's almost like the body wakes up in the morning and goes, now what? And if the broadcasts don't consistently present the news that's dangerous and grim we we might not be attracted or conditioned to tuning in or or finding out whether whether we'll you know survive another day it's kind of like most of us have gotten acclimated to some kind of buzz some kind of stimulation some kind of uh what can i say it's almost like the mundane it's almost like sitting down and reading a book that you enjoy is not firing up the same wiring that leads to the brain that leads to a sensational input of overstimulation and fiery information that tends to be negative. Now, today, as I said, we're going to touch on that nerve a little bit with you. And I also want to talk about some of the nasty consequences of being held up as long as we were with this COVID thing. And how it's related to our children going to the doctor and finding that they have more than one infection that's on board and living that could be resistant to the common everyday medication that would otherwise take care of it. All this and more, it's HealthQuest Saturday morning. Got stress? (laughs) I do. It's Dr. David Kolmaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. As you drift off to sleep at night, your body kicks in to produce new bone. But you got to be sleeping soundly for this process to begin. Now, taking a quality calcium lactate supplement before bedtime can help you reach that deep sleep that you and your body have been waiting for. Half of America's adults are not consuming enough calcium, and it shows with sleepless nights. Calcium lactate, by standard process, includes magnesium, and together they can help you fall asleep and stay asleep, and be the source of your body's nightly bone reconstruction efforts, too. Not to mention the added bonus for better health to your heart, nervous system, sugar metabolism, and so much more. And it contains an ionized calcium, no dairy, which means it's the most bioavailable form of calcium you can buy. And isn't that what you want for your body? So if calcium lactate is what your body needs, and it does, then calcium lactate by standard process is what you want. Get yours today by calling 800-794-1855. That's
0: 800-794-1855. Go to HealthQuestRadio.com.
1: We're back on a Saturday morning again. Thank you for for tuning in to our show today. Got stress? (laughs) I do. And you know, the idea of saying that I handle stress, as I mentioned before the break, is, well, he seems to handle the stress. Now, she doesn't. She fainted. And so, again, we get the idea that one is better, and we are. Some of us are better equipped one way or another through experience. Maybe it's just our our personality. But it doesn't mean just because in a situation where we play it cool, and I've had to play it cool a few times in my life, and as I mentioned before, law enforcement, you get down and dirty with certain situations that become precarious at times. You know, flying an airplane, I can say that I had an engine out one one time, and, and in that engine issue, I knew I was not gonna get back to the airport that I took off from. So I knew that day, that airplane would not be on an airport. And I only had X amount of minutes. You know, we never have left one of those things up there, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, gravity pulls these airplanes down. And I, I didn't expect to have an engine fail on me that day, but I did. And that's what preparation's all about when it comes to driving and flying and things like that. But when that happened to me, it was pretty cool what happened. I was actually impressed with how I handled it cool-like. I mean, I didn't take it for granted because I just as well could have panicked. But I didn't. And the outcome was fabulous. No damage to the airplane even. I landed it in a farm field just as if I meant to do that. And I know those of us who drive, and I drive a motorcycle, you know, with some substantial miles behind my belt, and I too have had situations like you have, where a deer or something else, you know, maybe a a driver who accidentally cuts you off, and you have to play it cool. And you have to just do what you got to do, and maybe perhaps lean on the experience a bit, stay cool, and get through the scenario of the moment. But that scenario in the moment does not necessarily mean that there will not that there will not be an impact. And constant stress, as most of us in this day and age, are experiencing, that stress is gonna it's it's going to truly have a comative effect in our lives. And I believe that there are many diseases that we experience today. That are indicative of chronic involvement, chronic exposure to unnecessary stress now we would say, well, everything I worry about seems to be something I should be you know concerned about <laughs> you know, so sometimes we we rationalize our worry well i'm I, no I'm not worried I, I I'm just concerned, ah, okay. No ulcers going to form when you're concerned. I mean, if it was anxiety, you had gotten yourself an ulcer, died early. But because it's just a concern, a legitimate one of that, ain't nobody going to shorten your life, which is not true. And to give relief and comfort not only to your mind, but to your body and spirit as well, I'd ask you to take a break from the negative overstimulation of, let's just say, the news. Maybe skim the headlines once every few minutes no <laughs> few days can you see yourself breaking free of it once and for all maybe allowing you to be more of a whole person to consistently come up for for air uh, rest maybe time to recalibrate yourself because again if we so we somehow think by staying connected vis-a-vis even our family and friends through texting have you ever been texting? Yeah. Somebody? Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course you have. That's not my question. It was kind of a... uh, You're texting back and forth, but one of you is sitting in a lawn chair, smoking a cigar and having a beer, nothing else to do, and the other person's working. And you get this little kind of dialogue going, but the one of you has to bail with the other person not knowing. The person on the lawn chair is thinking you're on a lawn chair too. And then maybe you're at work, that person's at home on a day off. And so you're going back and forth a little bit with the person in the lawn chair, not knowing you got to get back to work, or you just got you know, you know, taken into another realm. And so when they come back with little quipical you know text to you, you don't get back to them. Have you ever had that feeling when, when you're in that lawn chair position and you think you're doing this dialogue and your your minds are going in this conversation through the text, and the other person all of a sudden they're they're dead, like as if they just got killed because they're not getting back to you. And you find that there's an anger that comes up, or maybe a concern. I'm not anxious, maybe a concern. All that represents stress. And your connectedness to that person that 200 years ago you wouldn't be connected to because you'd be sending a letter that might get to them in three or four months. And you didn't stress about them in the same way you do moment-to-moment, second-to-second, as they say in real time. And I want you to be able to, like myself, to see ourselves breaking free of it, to be able to come up for air, and then, as we're doing that, and only then are we going to be more able to deal with other life problems and challenges that we, that, that are not optional and maybe bring them to a fuller you know, resolution. So I'm saying we need to unshackle ourselves from the news and some of the other optional stuff that we may not look at this you know look at at this point in our life as being optional and live the one and only life that you have. Now, those of us who are parents, I have to say, you know, some I know I can't live my kids' lives. I mean, I I don't think you knew that at the beginning because you thought you could, but you couldn't. And those who are married, people who have elderly parents, and so we all know we've got to leave it up to each of us as individuals to live our own lives, regardless of the discontent regardless of the anxiety or the concern that we may have for somebody who may look like they're mismanaging their their lives and of course add the social media where people are staying in touch and you know leaving the social media site somewhat depressed because that's what the research tells us that the average person leaving the social site after checking it in is in a depressed state and i do want to mention as much as we are connected I want to mention how there is a dimension of disconnectedness in the connectedness. And, and that uh, was seen in the news uh, title that I read this week regarding doctors. And it says, here, here it is, it says, Why Telemed is fizzling with patients not buying into that kind of care? Telemed. It's when you're able to see your doctor on a TV set. Why patients are not buying into it. And during COVID, I think it, it grabbed some kind of hold, like a, certain businesses seem to, the delivery of food, etc. Mm-hmm. It seems like certain businesses, you know, fledgling businesses kind of took advantage of that and were able to capitalize on it. But then in doctor land, we, we did the same thing with the telemed. And so I know some of us know what that was like, you know, seeing somebody on a, on, a, on a screen somewhere. But now that the dust is clearing in many ways, at least the general public is believing it regardless of what the, you know, World Health or, you know, CDC or Fauci or anybody else is saying, I think most people are breaking free. This may end up being the first summer that's more normal for more and more people. Who are not buying into telemed. Why would you say the patients are not buying into? Well, when you were with your doctor, he was only with you four or five minutes. Then they had a skadoodle out of the room and then they put, put the person on a TV set and you got the same problem. And you say, why am I doing this? And people not buying into it will change and we will change in a better way. I know we're going to take a short break more on this thing called stress. I have a ladder for you to climb out of this thing, and I'll be sharing that with you in just a little bit, okay? But you gotta keep it right here.
0: Dr. David Kolbaba, natural healthcare practitioner, board-certified clinical nutritionist with advanced degrees in clinical nutrition. And did you know this, Dr. Kolbaba is one of only nine doctors in a whole darn state of Illinois that has attained this level of education in clinical nutrition. He's one of America's original health coaches, he is a board-certified addictions professional, he is the founder and show host of HealthQuest Radio. Listening to Chicago Land's longest running health news and science show with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba.
1: Want a healthier start to the spring and summer? Well, get rid of those all-too-many distractions, like your fatigue, those allergy symptoms, the malaise, as when your get-up-and-go is got up and left, and and then the continuous weight gain and the brain fog, not to mention the side effects of all the medications you're on. So let's start this spring and summer with Clean Sweep Caps. And not just another pill in the bottle. Nope, Clean Sweep Caps offer the dramatic support to your body's spring-cleaning mechanism, starting with your liver. And as you're hearing on our show today, All of us are bombarded by the toxic world around us, compromising future hopes of higher health. Enter Clean Sweep Caps, a convenient and effective start to your summertime fun. And when you call to order yours today, we'll include a food guide to turbocharge your Clean Sweep experience. Call 800-794-1855. Clean Sweep Caps, the best vacation travel aid to be sure to pack on every trip. I do, and so can you. That's 800-794-1855.
2: Pick up a bottle for you and your family today.
0: All right, well, let me just give you our HealthQuest Radio hotline number. Give us a call. It's 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Do it now. Go to HealthQuestRadio.com.
1: got stress? I do. You know what? When we think about stress, um, and all of us are having to deal with it, but some of us are dealing with it, you know, in some way that might be just a bit better than someone else. But then I wonder, to what extent is it playing to our future, shortening the life of every cell in our body? And we wouldn't know that necessarily because we don't have gauges. But we do have a gauge And I want to tell you about it today. A way that we can measure just how well you are doing with stress, not with the subjective evaluation of that, but your ability to look beyond how you think you handle stress as it comes at you on a day-to-day basis, but also get to the point where we could evaluate you in the here and now. We're probably going to find that the consequences of the stress that's on you may not be that much different than a person who becomes hysterical with their stress. So it might be that physiologically, and in the end, biologically, the impact of a given stress might be similar to both people, regardless of whether one looks like they can't handle stress versus the one that does. Now, Tomás, you're in surgery every day, mm-hmm. and you have been in positions where some drama occurs. Yeah. And wouldn't you say that working with different types of doctors, that some people on the nursing staff, including doctors, handle the situations differently, some better than others? For sure, yeah. And do some people get irritable when they get stressed there in the surgical suite? Yeah, they start swearing. Uh, everything. You you see see what I mean? And it might be a good surgeon. And my question is, when you lose Mm -hmm. a patient, or when the surgery isn't done just quite the way you wanted it to when it comes to the outcome, could it have been because of the impact of that stress on, on that doctor or that, that the part of the, the uh, surgical team. And you know what? Um, when we think about uh, loneliness or maybe personal disconnection, let's say, none of us would think that that's a stress, but it does play a significant role in cognitive decline. As a matter of fact, studies reveal that the most destructive force in cognitive impairment, and that's related to depression... And that's also related to what they call depression-associated dementia. It's solely related to the lack of meaningful social integration. Matter of fact, a a six-year memory study focused on people previously deemed to have this disassociation disorder. And during the study, when a person was socially integrated and anchored, their cognitive decline rate decreased by 50% and the study looked at things like the marital status, frequency of positive contact with, you know, you know, people like children, grandparents and and and, and pets and things like that. And it, it, to me when you add it all up it sounds like it sounds like a it's it's a multi-dimensional connection that you have with what's around you. And I don't think that comes through an electrical device. But speaking about electrical devices, <laughs> I mentioned a couple minutes ago that you may think you're handling stress, but the stress may be imposing its force on your body, nonetheless, shortening the life of every living cell in the body. Ostensibly, we're saying it will, it will really cause damage and destruction and shorten the life of all of your organs. And thinking about that, that can only lower the quality of life, shorten the length of our life. And who wants to live to a ripe old age and be unhealthy? as far as I'm concerned, you know, I want there to be close proximity between my sickness and my death and have my death be a shock to my family, maybe be found out of natural causes. But, you know, dying at a ripe old age, but not having to take my last breath from the green room of a hospital nursing home or a convalescent center. Now, we would all share that thought too. Yeah, I'll take some of that, but we got to be doing something about it decades before. And the adrenal stress index test, which I want to talk to you about in the break, you're going to hear the special. But what it is, it enables us not just to ask you and to see, wow, Bob, you must be good with stress. We can literally measure the effect of whatever stress, whatever lifestyle you have at this present time, and what impact it is having on your life right now, regardless of how well you think you handle stress, or how well others may think you handle stress, or how well you objectively handle stress, regardless of those three choices, the impact of that stress may be upon you. And I'm I'm just I, I know with great certainty certainty that it is. So the adrenal St- uh, stress index test special, um, you'll be given a number. And that's our HealthQuest Radio hotline number is 800-794-1855, 800-794-1855. You know, all we need is a little spit. So uh, as we go to break, thank God for our sponsors. They've helped support radio shows like ours for almost 40 years now. And it's no mistake that you have tuned into our show today, so please make yourself available to our Adrenal Stress Index special today. 800-794-1855 Stay with us, would you?
0: You're listening to Chicagoland's longest running health news and science show with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba.
1: Daily stress is a big deal. Fact is, the terrible impact of stress is very deadly and shortens our lives. Stress attracts diseases just like blood in the water attracts sharks. Nearly 40 years on the radio and we continue to share practical concepts from a natural healthcare perspective to help minimize your need for all those dangerous drugs and and risky surgeries. Today on TAP, it's our dirt cheap adrenal stress index test. No blood, just spit. Now most people flunk on their first go around signaling adrenal gland distress, then following just a few of our stress-busting strategies, most individuals pass their second test with flying colors. So if you can spare a little spit, call and purchase your first Dirt Cheap Adrenal Stress Index Test, and we will hold that same special low price for your follow-up test. Just call 800-794-1855. You can't get any cheaper than Dirt Cheap. That's 800-794-1855. More health quests coming right up.
2: You are ready to be
1: taught the new way. Well, to be exposed to some information might really be of high value, especially when we follow through. You know, I was just thinking about the cognitive decline and how it may relate to the upswing and many of our cognitive diseases like Alzheimer's. And, and, and just something simple that, that, you know, reverting back to something that was considered natural before we had the technology with the interactions of those around us, you know, way back in tribal days. So positive were those personal interactions that, that played a huge part in reducing the distress while simultaneously improving cognitive health, you think? Even being outdoors under God's canopy makes a notable difference in cognitive health. Studies are, are you know what, studies are showing us, but we're not doing anything about it. All right, so I got to study, but I'm not doing it. Or I might do it once a year on vacation, and I get re-inspired that I got to do this more often, and then I don't. When you do things that you love outdoors, you'll experience half as much of the, of the cognitive decline because... You reduce the cognitive, well, you might call it disharmony or discord, compared to those who don't get out there ever. At least the studies are telling us. Now you might be thinking, why is it that that the memory medications or the therapies for memory, you know, it's you know, you, oh my gosh, watch enough TV and you've got they got programs and and drugs to sell you. But heart disease isn't declining, Alzheimer's isn't declining, diabetes isn't declining, obesity in our country is not declining. So, so go. For but yet, those on the sidelines making money on the diseases are making more money. And you wonder why the medications aren't working, from mild memory loss all the way up to the big slope to the big hitters like Alzheimer's and dementia, medications are prescribed to people who unknowingly have other unlo- underlying health issues. You see, the brain, it, it, it's like the canary in the coal mine. It, it, if its normal function is hampered, it indicates something else is going on even somewhere else. Because when you've got a healthy body, you'll likely have a healthy brain. But an unhealthy body will probably manifest perceivable cognitive deficits, And then, of course, cognitive decline isn't limited to a certain age group. We're finding that out. So, see, where are the studies taking us? Where are the studies taking us? I mean, one-third of all the pharmaceutical drugs cause some form of depression. Even antidepressive drugs cause depression. Anti-cancer chemotherapy is a carcinogen. The second ingredient in Morton's salt is sugar so the body and the brain they're connected one affects the other that means as you repair one you'll probably help restore the other i mentioned to you this before in other shows popular cholesterol lowering drugs aka the statins like lipitor Crestor, mevacor all those they're being dispensed with in my opinion reckless abandon in my opinion Every statin taker is exposing themselves to unnecessary risk that may be contributing to the ever-increasing diseases of the brain because the brain has 25% of the cholesterol in the body needs to be in the brain and you send an anti-cholesterol drug through the brain, what does it do? Leave it alone? No. It knocks it down. And what is the commonality with Alzheimer's and dementia as the stress of life itself unfolds? it's one and the same with low cholesterol. So if you're on a statin, could it be that the statin drug is leading you down the road further, faster to dementia? Of course. Why are we saying all this today when I think, got stress? I do, we all do. But one thing you might wanna do is take us up on our special offer today with the Adrenal Stress Index. Here's, here's what you do. We always say on the commercial, can you spare a little spit? It, it, just a little spit will tell us not just how you handle stress. We're going to tell you two things. How your body is handling the stress, regardless of how you think you're handling it. And number two, it's going to give us an idea of what kind of stress is imposing itself on you. Because some people say, i got a stress-free life. But I also know they got an ulcer. So what they perceive may not be true in fact. This technology that we use in the adrenal stress index test is a technology that's objective, not subjective. It will tell us what's going on in your body with respect to where your body's been. It's kind of like a forensic show you watch on TV when they can tell how long the body's been there. Mm. We can tell what's going on with your body regardless of what you think, regardless of what you say. It's the adrenal stress index test, but you gotta make that call, 800-794-1855. If the line is busy, you know what? You're gonna have to dedicate yourself to yourself and do something about it and keep making that call, or maybe leave your number, we'll call you back. But you gotta figure the first test you're gonna flunk, okay, that's fine, flunk the first test, I don't care. The, the key to flunking the first test is being able to give you some tools Simple tools you can do at home, some that we could add on as options, a la carte. And what you can do is decide to implement them. Then we retest you in three months and see that the impact of the present stress that's upon you and your body right now, whether you know it or not, it's dissipating because of what you're doing and some of the stressful things that you're no longer involved in. Okay? Listen for that spot coming up in just a couple seconds, Okay. Otherwise, (laughs) keep it right here. Daily stress is a big deal. Fact is, the terrible impact of stress is very deadly and shortens our lives. Stress attracts diseases just like blood in the water attracts sharks. Nearly 40 years on the radio, and we continue to share practical concepts from a natural healthcare perspective to help minimize your need for all those dangerous drugs and and risky surgeries. Today on TAP, it's our dirt-cheap adrenal stress index test. No blood, just spit. Now, most people flunk on their first go-around signaling adrenal gland distress, Then following just a few of our stress-busting strategies, most individuals pass their second test with flying colors. So if you can spare a little spit, call and purchase your first Dirt Cheap Adrenal Stress Index test. And we will hold that same special low price for your follow-up test. Just call 800-794-1855. You can't get any cheaper than Dirt Cheap. That's 800-794-1855. More health quests coming right up. Go to healthquestradio.com. All right, we're back on a Saturday morning. I know that you see that I got worked up sometimes because, my gosh, I, re- I never forgot the scene in The Three Stooges as a kid. I- I'm sorry. I love The Three Stooges. Sorry. But I got to say... They had a hole in the boat. <laughs> and it was always curly. It, it, the, like, the hole in the boat occurred uh, because he shot it with a shotgun, shot a hole in there. <laughs> so what he did is he he, 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 he he shot the gun again to let the water out the other hole. <laughs> and it's, it was funny. I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of stupid, but okay, I'll buy into it. Are we doing anything different with these statin drugs? Or with some of the other things I've mentioned so far that I don't need to go back and hold our feet to the fire with respect to some embarrassing thing that we're doing that just doesn't make sense anymore? You know, I don't know what it must have been like living long ago, sitting around the fire pit at night. Maybe they looked out into space wondering if those stars were dancing or because you say glimmer and they wouldn't be able to explain it how the sun comes up and it gets cold when it, when the sun comes up and it gets cold, when it goes down, why the moon looks a little different every night. Now- I don't know what they thought, but you see, I, I, I couldn't imagine that they were not thinking that they were the originators of it. And maybe in some sort of way, they, they praised, you know, human wisdom or, or maybe an ultimate God, or maybe somehow they verbalized gratitude that they felt when we are steeped in stress. It's not the time that we're feeling all that grateful, are we? I remember my grandparents, they had a, a humble farm in Indiana and would bring loads of farm-fresh vegetables every time they visited. And I never thought that that was special. I thought everybody ate farm-fresh foods. I didn't even call it fresh. It was just food they brought. Never thinking it was superior to the TV dinners. Whatever my mom would muster up along with those fresh vegetables, it always came off as a bountiful event. The, the, the spirited discussions that centered around the various subjects that all seemed to circle back around to to God and creation. I remember we didn't begin any meal without prayer. And how far flung, how far away we we we, we are from that. I, I can hardly bring that subject up in a secular radio station like this. But I can say maybe as we've lost our way, we've... We've also become more disconnected from the one that made us. And I'm just thinking, if we could just get a little quiet, without, again, being habituated to all the stimuli, most of it nasty, we could get on to something, and sure, the facts that we will uncover when we do your adrenal stress index, has, it won't be good news to start. I mean, what, what would you say? Live like the devil, eat like a slob, and, I mean, and get good grades on your test? It's not going to, you're not, it's not going to, you're not going to fare well. The adrenal stress index test is going to tell you the way it is, regardless of how well you think you handle stress. And the idea behind what we're going to do has a lot to do with encouraging you, encouraging you forward so that the second test will be superior to the first test because your input To your own life, regardless of how well you think you've done with stress in the past, you will know you're you're performing better, making better choices. And every subsequent test we do, along with more modifications, most of them being lifestyle modifications, will really be of high value to you. That number again, 800-794-1855. Again, I don't think it's a mistake that you tuned into our show today. Maybe commit yourself to calling that number, locking yourself in. Regardless of the waiting. And then this time next year be in a different place. But you gotta make that call. Eight hundred seven nine four one eight five five. Okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it to it. Okay? All right. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And you be blessed. Be blessed. See you next week.